BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. So, the I'm looking at the the the, the morning TV shows, and they're pretty influential in America. Uh, the Today Show and Good Morning America are both running uh, various instances of police probably not behaving well various places across the country. Uh, there are a lot of really emotional, violent scenes, and uh, and and that makes it difficult. But, I mean, there's a couple of examples. Like that old man. Have you seen the old man get shoved down there? Yeah. Uh, no, I just heard about yeah, it. I just, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, 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 my gosh. That's not right. What you Those s- guys have been fired, too. Yeah. Well, what do you or suspended s- without pay, I guess. Yeah. Don't jab me with a stick like that. But anyway, um, uh, this movement for defunding the police is catching steam oh, as, a, as a real idea. And including Hillary Clinton's former campaign manager, or they, is, is Biden going to have to own that, or is he going to have to? Anyway, we'll talk about that more later coming up. 
I feel like I go well, to the my... the mayor, mayor of L.A. said they're going to cut $150 million out of the police budget. Gil Cedillo may be the greatest example of the utopian, academic, clueless, ivory tower, half-wit yeah. politician. If we get started talking on this, we'll use a bar time because I can't stop talking about it. I know! It because it's an amazing thing. I know! But stay tuned for that. Yeah, all right. So... And I want to... <laughs> I can hardly stop talking about the last thing we were talking about. Which is the New York Times... Saying, we're just not going to print dissenting opinions anymore. People get too scared. Even if it's a policy from a senator. I- I've got to shut up. I so want I'm going to. You guys I'm are talking about the wrong thing again. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you both keep getting derailed. We have, we have no discipline. George freaking Washington. If the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Bah. Ha. Mm. Uh, so um, uh, a lot of people are wondering about Antifa and the bricks and all these different things. What's going on at some of these riots? And and there are other organizations too. I don't want to get totally fixated on Antifa. There are a number of similar organizations, although Antifa's kind of taken the lead role as lunatics, uh, lefty lunatics in America uh, for now. Laura Logan has been looking into this and studying who they are, what they're doing, how it got started, and I think you'll find it very interesting. We'll start with cut one. Well, one of the most interesting things about this video, Sean, is that it shows um, how this American woman married to an Antifa activist um, from Sweden came to the U.S. and really brought the European model of Antifa to the city. And um, it really struck a chord with me because it centers around a bookshop, which is a kind of fake bookshop, where the training occurs. And um, I've been talking to um, members of, uh, well, law enforcement here, seeing very senior law enforcement sources who talk about the exact same type of bookshop in Austin, Texas, that has already been investigated, that is operating in exactly the same way, where you have professors from nearby universities, in this case UT, and in the video they're talking about in Portland, who will train uh, recruits there in here. And what's extraordinary is that there's a, a very organized process where you have to be vetted. Vetting is not simple. It takes a long time. You um, have an entire syllabus. There's certain number of lessons that you have to attend. You have to be taught in different things. Most importantly, you have to know how to conceal your identity. Uh, interesting. Wow. wow, already great. Yeah. Oh, it's college professors. That's a surprise. Huh. Clip two. And one of the greatest deceptions of this movement or organization, whatever you want to call it, is that there is no organization to it. That's what they want you to believe. Because as Dan will tell you, that's how they stay one step ahead of law enforcement all the time. That's how they avoid accountability. So they'll change their names. They'll proliferate the numbers of groups. But if you have any doubt about how organized they are, take a look at what's been circulating on a number of their website. This is digital security for activists, right? And they, they put it out. This is the Civil Liberties Defense Center that's putting it out, which basically tells you how to encrypt your communications, how to scrub your social media accounts. They have webinars training people in this. So you don't have to have a central, like, you know, miniman command structure, sort of this is how we're all going to do it, because they put out their tactics. They put out their ideology and they all follow the same kind of principles and I can promise you this is one of many sites out there that are dealing with different aspects of this uh, I think we got the clips backward um, that was number two really uh, let's do the one about the bricks whatever number it is 
So for anyone to say that they're not organized, when you see all these people behaving in exactly the same way in all these different cities across America, using exactly the same tactics, it's not just bricks they're putting on the streets. I actually saw something which is a kind of pallet. It's easy to move a large amount of bricks very quickly where you can just literally put it on the back of a truck and the truck tilts and it slides off and it stays intact. This is a form you know, of logistical support that the US military uses, okay? It's not what your average um, protester uses, or even your average rioter for that matter, right? Criminal gangs don't do this. The level of sophistication and organization that it takes is so extraordinary. Wow, that is really interesting. And so uh, part of the whole, are they Antifa, aren't they Antifa, they're they're aware of that. They're they're catching on to this Antifa name, so call yourself something else, or quit Mm -hmm. using that name, or whatever, and then and then idiots will report uh, the numbers of Antifa are down, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, right. It's really a loosely organized. It's not really an organization at all, Jim. You hear that on the uh, the TV. It's like any, uh, you know, terrorist or, or activist cell well, there's, there, that wants to keep their activities secret. No, there, there's no doubting that, that the organization extended to this whole brick thing because it happened in cities coast to coast. Right. So they were communicating with each other somehow. Mm-hmm. And that just didn't everybody magically have that idea at the same time. Pallets of bricks showing up at various spots. That's really interesting. And I've taken in a fair amount of uh, anarchist literature and YouTube videos and stuff like that. I still don't get what they want. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it just never holds together for me. No. No. A sane adult couldn't possibly embrace the ideology it's just it's ludicrous and um it just must sound exciting to people i mean i'm a small government guy i'm a free market guy i get more liberty less control but y'all are nuts yeah tucker carlson made a point last night i think that gets lost on people all the time there is always somebody in charge oh yes great point always I mean, there's no getting around it. If you have a society, somebody's in charge. And if it's not uh, people that you've chosen, that you've vetted through the election process and the hiring process and everything like that to be on the side of law and order and what you want, it'll be somebody else. Right. But somebody's going to be in charge. They're just That's just the state of man. Political vacuums, like you know they say about nature, generally last for about three and a half minutes. Then the bloodshed begins, and whoever is most brutal assumes control. And how they then exercise that control varies. I mean, as the old saying goes, uh, George Washington didn't talk to the British. He shot them um, <laughs> um, and, and got them out of town. And then we established this incredible experiment in, in freedom and self-government. Uh, but most times it ends way, way, way worse than that. But, but if the police aren't policing, if they aren't the law and order... The the mafia will be, or it's just street gangs, which is the mafia, just, you know, different way of going about it. Well, and they will impose a sort of order, but it won't be law and order. Or you look at the Middle East. Um, uh, ISIS Im- Im- imposed law and order. They came into towns, and some people really liked it because things were so chaotic. Well, we got somebody picking up the garbage now and, uh, and uh, you know, and keeping it safe to walk down the street right. as long as you follow their rules. But somebody will impose their rules. And you'll be paying a big chunkier money to them, whether yeah. you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the idea that you can 
get rid of the police and everything will just the crime will go away. So they're talking about now we're transitioning into the defund the police thing, but they're talking about taking money from the police departments, police departments that are overwhelmed on your TV set right. in the last couple of days, right. taking money away from those uh, police departments and giving it to like jobs training and outreach programs and these sorts of things. And then the racism and crime is going to go away from that due to that, I guess. It just seems so fanciful to me. I don't even know how to have a conversation about it. They're already short on uh, officers to the point that they can't send them into the communities to do the really good community policing that everybody knows works because they don't have enough guys. Now, part of that is uh, some of the lavish pensions that the unions have gotten and are now uh, wrecking uh, county and, and local government uh, you know, budgets. So it's kind of a complicated story. But, yeah, the idea that we're going to defund the police to punish them is just a bizarre prescription. And the mayor of the of Los Angeles has, has said he wants to do that. And it's just uh, with notions like this, when they start to like get support, I'm afraid. It's like, you know, you go to your doctor, you say, I got dandruff, and he says, set fire to your hair. You just, you can't believe anybody even says it, much less anybody says, yeah, do you have a match? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's not just, well, you, you might call them kooks, but it's not just, uh, you know, internet trolls or, uh, people with no power. There, there's a lot Drunks of. Drunks on a street corner. There, there are, there are politicians saying this. There are people at high levels of the media that are saying, yeah, defund the police. How, how do you how do you expect society to go forward with that notion? Right. And it's so frequently upscale liberal activists, whereas the uh, particularly the older folks in the predominantly black and brown neighborhoods are saying, "Sweet mother of God, you're going to take the police away? Please don't." Now, huh. obviously, better policing is in everybody's oh, sure. favor, including the cops. Usually what happens in a situation like this is this is a money grab where you think you can raise taxes and get more money for government programs. In this case, it'd be training police or whatever that may or may not be used well. Yeah. But it'd be spending more money. No, they're talking about less money. $150 million cut in policing, according to, well, you'll hear from the mayor of Los Angeles will play that clip, but that's... Wow, or is this the old uh, double reverse where they say, yep, we're going to cut the police by X percent, then either chaos hits the streets or enough people say, chaos will hit the streets. And they say, okay, well, uh, we got to find this uh, money for these other programs somewhere, so we're going to raise your taxes. I don't know your thoughts on this or if you know anything about it. 415-295-KFTC, our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> I'm taking a couple of days off, so I'm going to have a little uh, little vacation here, driving with the kids or whatever. And I've got this, I've al- I already have the feeling of eating doesn't matter, that you get on vacation. <laughs> that for some reason, the food doesn't count the same way. Right. And I haven't even started yet. Oh my gosh, that's I, I, funny. I, I, well, it's so, so crazy, you'd think we're smarter than that. We're smarter as a beast. Ugh. I mean, it's now, a common enough for myself. No, <laughs> it's a common enough, uh, you know, conversation or comedians joke about it or whatever. It's clearly human nature or whatever. But this, I've got this idea that vacations kind of started. I mean, it work, but I mean, as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to start driving and stuff like that. I might as well eat a giant amount of crap. <laughs> what is that? It's funny when you say it out loud. <laughs> how clear it becomes. 
Uh, let's go around the horn here. I got a number of things to bring to you. None of them uh, heavy or depressing, or at least not very heavy or depressing. <laughs> it's like the unemployment numbers. Yeah. 13.5% is great by modern standards. Anyway, I got this note from Alice. Uh, love your show. Uh, talk about when the Major League Baseball will come back. It's always the NBA or the NFL. I'm totally missing baseball. Yeah, me too, Alice. Trust me. I, I freaking love baseball. Here's the problem. Baseball can't get its act together. The Players Association are being hard heinies. So it's not the 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 league is being hard asses as well. But it's not a it's not a the difference of the sport or whatever because it seems nope. like it'd be easier for baseball. Sure, the people are farther apart. You're outdoors most the of the players time. Players are farther apart. Y- yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. The players are farther apart and they're outdoors most of the time. So it seems like it'd be a safer sport to start. Absolutely, yeah. They just can't get together the the league and and the the players. Just uh, saw um, this. Just came across the wire. Here, let me find it. Um, breaking news. Breaking break, news. Breaking news. Uh, eight, five Alabama football players have tested positive for the coronavirus because they're talking about college football starting mm. and that sort of thing. What do you do with that? Five Alabama football players have the corona. You can't have them play, bump it up against each other, can you? So then. Not till they're, they're over it. And then I think you can. I don't know. God, so wouldn't you? I mean, that's one of the best uh, programs in America if you don't follow college sports. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a oh, threat yeah. to win the national title every year. Don't you run somebody with corona at opposing teams? <laughs> you got to. Because they'd be, what, what are you trying to say? They'd be afraid to tackle them? No, 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 no. You get, uh, you know. Uh, they infiltrate uh, their party the night before. Yeah, yeah. Some dude with oh. corona shows up to the party or you, uh, a young lady who might uh, catch the eye of the quarterback. Uh well, other than being breathing corona all over him, other than being bizarre and deeply immoral, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> wow, well, maybe you maybe you should go on vacation now. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> You're gonna tell me that that nobody else has thought the NBA playoffs start. Does anybody here know somebody with the coronavirus that could get close to LeBron James? <laughs> oh my gosh. That would change the entire complexion of the playoffs, obviously, if he had to sit out for three weeks. Yes, it would. Again, bizarre and deeply immoral. Moving along. I guess you could also lock him in a trunk. I mean, (laughs) exactly. If you're going to go that direction. Whack him in the knee with a heavy (laughs) rod, Mr. Galuli. If you're going to go that direction, I guess there are multiple options. Right. If you're going to go unethical and immoral. Attractive women in the news. First of all, Jack, do you remember the hot chick who. The video went viral of her stopping a man from boarding up a store in Santa Monica so she could pose with his power drill for Instagram. Well, she has been identified, of course, and outed and doxxed and has lost her internship with the Washington Examiner. Oh, wow. They've uh, disowned her, essentially, for being a shallow hot chick, I guess. And they and they felt like they had to fire her, or what would happen? I, I don't what, know. If you kept her on, what would have happened See, that's... The woman's activity to actually say, can I borrow your drill? This poor Spanish-speaking guy. Um, Okay. And then she takes the drill then poses with it, looking all hot and socially committed, then gives it back to him, gets in a Mercedes and, and with her hot boyfriend and drives away. It was perfect. It was a perfect moment. It was peak 2020, as they say. But I don't think she needs to lose her internship. If I'm running a newsroom, right, and the, the idea of an internship is maybe we'll hire you on at some point, 
I need better decision making than that. Yeah, I guess. I think she's just a shallow, a shallow hot chick in Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Have you ever been to Santa Monica? They got a lot of them. Uh, we don't. We barely have time for this. Uh, I, I will just give you the the bare outlines of this story. An Australian porn actress was escorted off a United Airlines flight by police after standing up and making a speech about the George Floyd protests and police violence. 28-year-old Elle Knox, uh, well, she, she literally stood up and lectured the entire plane. And uh, they took her off the plane when they got to the, uh, the, uh, the destination. We are now being lectured by Australian porn skanks. Can it get any worse? Can I'm it, listening. Can it get <laughs> any worse? Hey, there's a new warning from the CDC. Who's not tired of hearing from them? Ugh. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's an asteroid headed our way. On Saturday night, an asteroid that is said to be the size of the Empire State Building will pass close by Earth. Who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky and it'll hit us. Yeah, that's what we said yesterday. Good news, everybody. (laughs) Uh, It might be over. Um, How soon can it get here? I was just thinking about it. So I'm driving all day long with, 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 with my boys, like all day long, and then staying the night somewhere and then driving a fair amount tomorrow. And uh, it's because we were going to fly, but my youngest son with his uh, with his OCD uh, because of this medicine he's on, he he said, I can. He got up in the middle of the night crying and said, I can't go. I can't Mm -hmm. wear a mask on a plane because I was telling him we're going to have to wear a mask. He said, I can't do it. I just can't wear a mask. He can't. He can't physically stand the feeling of it. Okay. so we decided to drive anyway. I was thinking about the whole driving thing versus when I was a kid, and we uh, we might have Scrabble or some board game or look out the window all day long, which is actually really, really good for your brain. Mm-hmm. But my kids are getting all their electronics and cords and everything together, and you got a DVD player. If, if you'd have told me I can watch movies of my choice, I don't care, I don't care if we drive to Let, Bangkok. Let's go to Mars, Dad. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got movies in front of me. Please. And the Nintendo Switch? I mean... I'm going to get to the hotel after nine hours of driving, and they're not going to want to get out of the car. <laughs> it's so we good. have to go in, Dad. It's so good in here. we got Nintendo Switch. we got snacks. Please, air conditioning. Tell Grandma and Grandpa to come out and say hey to us. We're in the car. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, Man, I've seen that at Family Gather. You have, too, where everybody's staring that. at their electronics. That will not happen. No. Here, here. Um, uh, so this got a lot of attention yesterday. Hillary Clinton's press secretary... Tweeted out, defund the police. This is a growing movement. Why does a citizen have a press secretary? <laughs> he was, they're her former president. Oh, gotcha. During yeah. her campaign, he is, this guy was her head media guy. And, yes, and yes, yes. With the assumption that she and everybody and he were making that she was going to be president and he, he would... She was going to be president, and he would be the press secretary for her as president. I mean, right. He's a big deal. Right. And he tweeted out, defund the police yesterday. Senator Josh Hawley uh, retweeted it. Said, this is Hillary Clinton's former spokesperson. Is this now the official position of the Democratic Party? Which I think is not just trolling. I think that's a decent question. Right. Because uh, she's, you know, she was the nominee last time around. It's one of those idiotic slogans slash ideas that you throw out to get the idiot vote. But you never for a second intend to implement it. Unless you're Gil Zidio in, uh, or I'm sorry, Gil Garcetti. Um, a wrong nut job politician. 
uh, Gil Garcetti in Los Angeles, who appears to be serious. Former <clears throat> DNI Richard Grinnell then uh, tweeted out, Obama, Biden Justice Department spokesman calls for defunding the police. This must be widely condemned by the ba- Biden campaign immediately, to which I don't think the Biden campaign is yet jumped to the bait. I imagine they're figuring out how to approach this because there's a lot of the crowd out there on the streets that is chanting defund the police. Right. So Biden just can't immediately come out and say, ah, that's a crazy idea. Yeah. He's got to like he's got to find a way to massage it while saying no, I think. Um then Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, whose dad had a hand in killing JFK, um, <laughs> he tweeted out You want to throw in an allegedly there, right? <laughs> it's up to you, but you know. <clears throat> or did he kill Scarborough's No. No, no those no. are two different two things. Different yeah, things. Yeah. Ted Cruz tweeted out yesterday, Hillary's press secretary makes the 2020 Dem agenda clear. Defund the police, take your guns, cheer on the rioters and looters who burn your city. It's like Mad Max at Thunderdome brought home to America. Not sure that's... It's a great deal like that. (laughs) Then after that, we're beyond Thunderdome. Uh, Tom Cotton tweeted out, we talked about Tom Cotton earlier, we'll be talking about him again later in the crazy New York Times situation, but... He tweeted out, wealthy liberals like Hillary Clinton's former press assistant have no problem calling to defund the police. They can live in gated communities and hire security guards. I do wonder about that angle of it. The uh, The people that are most comfortable with the rioting are wealthy, highly educated white liberals. Mm-hmm. You almost certainly don't live in a neighborhood where there's any danger of this happening, of any violence. Right. Hey, uh, you drive town downtown to participate in it and then go back to your safe place. Do we have the, the tape of that black business owner I, I asked you to get? I emailed to you. Cut 35. Let's hear that now. I worked here part-time. Plus, I'm a part owner of this store. You said black lives matter. Why don't you choke me? I'm black. Look what you did to my store. Good Look at the things you've done. Good man. Look. The Black Lives Matter. We've been here all night cleaning up. All night cleaning. Tell me Black Lives Matter. You lied. You wanted to loot the store. Wow. She's a Brooklyn uh, deli uh, co-owner and, and worker. And, and and thank God, at least for now, she can say that out loud. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to loot the store. Right. In a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. I'm black. How about my life? Does it matter? Apparently not. No. No. Not really. And, you know, there's, there's very few in the media or in politics who are willing to tell the oh. truth about that. So we got this text about the defund the police from a, uh, well, I'll read the text. It'll explain who he is right there in the text. 23-year police. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, why don't we do sense. that in just a second? Yeah, after a 23-year police officer with his opinion of defund the police. You might be surprised. Okay. Simply say, best overall home security of 2020. Best, according to U.S. News & World Report, I would agree. Great home security without the expensive install, without the long contract, without some guy in your home for hours and hours. Home security made simple, simply safe. Yeah, so you order online, click of a button, you open the box, you place the sensors, you plug it in, and now your home is protected around the clock, about 50 cents a day, so you can afford it. No uh, outrageous monthly fees or long two-year contracts, which is common with home security if you've looked into it. That's why a lot of people decide not to do it. Well, now you're going to decide to do it with the best home security of 2020, um, and it's 60-day money-back guarantee. I mean, there's no way you can go wrong. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Cameras, doorbell sensors, all that stuff, whatever you need. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong is simply as S-I-M-P-L-I. 
Creative spilling. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong to make sure they know you uh, we sent you. Uh, it's easy to install, effortless. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. I, I, I would like to know what a lot of these people mean, because um, a couple of your Congress people, and it's the people you would expect. I think AOC has said it, and uh, uh, Ms. Tlaib, another member of the squad. What do you mean when you say defund the police? Do you mean, like, do away with the police? Is that just a, a, a more clever way of saying do away with the police? Or you just want to cut back on their the amount of money they have so they d- can do a worse job? I mean, I don't understand the strategy. It's like the IRS. Nobody likes the IRS, so Congress, in a show of doing what you want, keeps cutting the IRS's budget, which means tax cheats get away with tax cheating, and if you go to the IRS for any help, there's nobody there. So it's made it worse. It's just populist dumbness. So uh, I'll read this text. 23-year police officer here, consider this one possible advantage. To defunding the police. It would get them out of the business of responding to nonviolent, non-criminal mental health issues, civil neighborhood complaints, and force school districts to learn to manage even their challenging students rather than calling police for kids not committing crimes but acting out in class. Hmm. Far too many people who hold professional qualifications to supposedly handle challenging situations in various areas of public life default to calling the police now, largely to avoid liability. This has to stop. Wow. That is a damned interesting angle. Yeah. Because we've talked about this a lot, you know, with the, it happens every time there's a school shooting or a lot of different things. The police have been put in the mental health business. The homeless thing all the time. You, you, this is a crazy person. I'm mm-hmm. a cop. What am I supposed to do with this crazy person? I guess you're not supposed to say crazy. A mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I supposed to do with them? Right. Or the same I, and with and the, they're barely trained. And the same with the schools who are no longer allowed to discipline a kid. And they're worried about getting sued, so they call the cops. Those are great examples. Well, yeah, and there's been some great writing done. Um, and, and I think Heighton Lukianoff did some of it about how we've uh, you know moved from an honor society to a, uh, a responsibility society. I can't remember the term, but now we're in a, a third-party authority society where you do not handle things on your own. And I don't mean you know violently or vigilante style. I mean, you don't deal with things on your own. You call in the authorities always, reflexively. Uh, you know, whether your neighbor's too loud or somebody says something that hurts your feelings or whatever, you immediately run to an authority, and that authority is frequently the police. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, that's one of those sociological experiments. It would be uh, interesting as heck to watch play out. Uh, I'm not sure it would go so great, but who knows? Well, I, I, maybe what would happen is, uh, what he's saying would happen is they, they would have to get down to very core responsibilities because they just wouldn't have the manpower or the money to do with it. Right. To deal with. They can, I, we can't come to your school. We can't handle the mentally ill homeless person. Mm-hmm. We just can't. Well, and, and we can't spend time worried about what you put in your body. We're not going to bust, uh, you know, people doing drugs or, or drug dealers, for that matter. They're uh, they're running that experiment in a couple of uh, progressive West Coast cities. It ain't going so great so far. Oh, if you like junkies laying around taking poops in your street, it's going pretty well. But if you don't like that, it's going rather poorly. There are people who like that? Uh, I assume weird, there are. Weird I mean, kink? Well, how else do you explain how much of it there is? <laughs> Somebody's got to be advocating for it. The, the street poop lobby. I don't think anybody's advocating <laughs> for it. You know what we could well, use more of around here? Get passed. <laughs> huh? Somebody must be. 
Uh, yeah, the CDC is out with another warning. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm not really that interested in various projections. I just like the, the uh, wording of the headline. CDC's dire new warning? Yeah, exactly. Well, well, we'll hit you with that coming up in a minute, and you'll dismiss it, I assume. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're bringing our jobs back. You know, when we had our tremendous numbers and when we had just prior to the China plague that floated in, we had uh, numbers the best in history for African American, for Hispanic American, and for Asian American, and for everybody. But we're going to be back there. I think we're going to actually be back higher next year than ever before. And the only thing that can stop us is bad policy, frankly, left-wing bad policy of raising taxes and Green New Deals and all of the things that you have been writing about. So that's Trump moments ago. He's uh, Is he taking questions or is he just uh, speechifying? Anyway, uh, with the uh, cabinet standing around him, that looks like just speechifying. Anything exciting happens, we'll let you know about it. But so there were there that's were, pretty good stuff. That was calm, reasonable. That's good campaigning right there. There were good numbers out today. Uh, May jobs report: U.S. economy unexpectedly adds two and a half million to the payroll. Yes, unemployment rate falls to thirteen point three. That's amazing. It's so high that even if it falls, it's at thirteen something. That's incredible. It's horrible. Um, but so uh, the president very excited with that and uh, did some tweeting. Uh, oh, no, the Dems are worried again. The only one that can kill this comeback is sleepy Joe Biden. No, it's a stupendous number. Talking about the numbers we just hit you with. It's joyous. Let's call it like it is. The market was right. It's stunning. And then another tweet. It's a stunner by any stretch of the imagination. Yes. There you go. Sounds like a <laughs> fake crank out movie review. This, yeah, no kidding. Joe Jones, ABC TV. Yeah. It's a stunner. Feel good movie of the summer. Exactly. Um, uh, You know, in uh, Democrat uh, quarters, they are very unhappy with the great economic news. Well, really praying it lasts through November. The bad stuff. Maybe they'll be bailed out by the the virus, which is what caused this economic pain. So the CDC has got a dire new warning, according to Good Morning America. They predict the death toll could hit 143,000 by the end of the month. By the end of June? Well, I could write the great American novel this summer, but it's unlikely. But aren't we at like 103,000? Yes. So it's going to go up 40 grand, another it, 40% it, again in the next three weeks. It could. Why are they? But, well, yeah. I could own an NBA team by the end of the year. It's not going to happen. And this is a perfect example of what we're talking about before. And obviously, I hope it's wrong because it's a terrible disease. They're basing it on the crowd. So all these people coming together, being in the streets, the opposite of uh, sheltering in place has been happening all across America. I haven't looked into this, but I guarantee the CDC put out a range. And they said by the end of June, we could be uh, between 108 and 143,000 deaths, depending on how it goes. And the media, of course, takes the biggest, scariest number and trumpets it like it's the only number involved. That's almost guaranteed to be the case. What was the horrifying number? That one came out of Johns Hopkins. Remember, that was the story for like 24 hours. And Johns Hopkins actually had to put out a statement the next day saying 
those are preliminary numbers. We're not even taking those seriously. That's just part of a study. Right. Well, and what was that one? That was a, that was the two million deaths, wasn't it? I in the remember, United States? I don't remember what it was. Well, no, that was that British guy. Uh, but I remember they said, no, 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 that's, that's the theoretical upper end of the range if absolutely everything goes wrong. That's practically impossible, said the very guys who put out the study. Um, but the media got 24 hours of scaring the ass out of you, out of it, so that's all they care about. That's really out of bounds. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, th- should the government stop? Should the CDC stop doing that? Stop getting that information to the media? That seems no. like a bad idea. No, I don't think so. That's not the right answer. I, I just think it's misused always. Well, look at that headline. Predicts death death toll could hit 143,000. Mm-hmm. Can, can somebody look up the actual story? Because I'm sure Joe is right. They gave a range from not really that interesting to how the hell would that happen and the media hits you with the how the hell would that happen number right me now of course that's funny the news um hepatitis a exposure we don't have time for hepatitis a um no it's it's funny it's it's much harder to find news stories these days than it uh, used to be on the g- 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 Google which is an evil company never forget uh between 118 and 143,000 okay there you go. so it's exactly what Joe said so 118 cuz i think we're at like 108 right now mm-hmm. that's yeah that sounds probably about right maybe i'm sure um, they're correct yeah uh that's and not newsworthy no headline cdc's dire new warning wow that is just that is just the <laughs> media as Sean was pointing out earlier, the media is failing us at every turn. Yep. At every turn. The news yep. is broken. It, it's, it is broken. Breaking news. I get it. That's a play on words. Yep. That's clever. So here's the full tweet that kind of accompanies the CDC's graph. This week, the CDC received 20 models to forecast possible COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. As of June 1st, the combined forecast suggests the increase in total number of deaths will continue to slow with between 118,000 and 114,000 deaths by June 27th. 118 and 114? 143, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing there. No, I mean, it's no, mildly interesting. No, I'm curious. That is not a story worth putting in the CDC's dire new warning. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Less blah, 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 more direct speech. That's what I'm calling for. Hmm. Joe Biden's, is this his basket of deplorables? He says about 10 to 15% of Americans are not very good people. I agree. I actually agree. <laughs> and Corn Pop was a bad dude. For instance, Corn Pop, definitely in the 10 to 15%. I mean, he ran a bad bunch of dudes. That's completely you different. had to put a chain around his head to even reason with him. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Well, you have to. He's up there on the board like Esther Williams. You know, we really sometime need to play that whole thing <clears throat> again, because the whole story... Of him insulting it, and then, then him getting some advice from a guy, and then him finding a chain, his apology chain. Well, not playing it because it's not new is like refusing to play Hey Jude ever again. Right. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's such a good story. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
No, no, that's completely different. When Hillary Clinton was talking about the people that support Trump, let's let's call them a basket of deplorables. You know that that she, you know, it was just it was a completely different tone. Him right. saying, <clears throat> looking at America as people are smashing up things and setting it on fire, that there are ten to fifteen percent of people that are just bad. There's nobody disagreeing with that. I'm hammering the over on that line. Yeah, if we're including <laughs> like jerks and ahs and as, as bad, like way way over. Hey. We really need to define our terms. Good point. Ahs. He was uh, speaking to a group of black supporters on Thursday night. His message was most people were good people who think the nation can be improved, while also declaring it that there are probably anywhere from 10 to 15% of the people out there that are just not very good people. Yeah. yeah. I, I Joe Biden, if you're not familiar with him, was uh, a senator in the 70s. I know. And he, is now very, very old and has retired to his home in Connecticut. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. He lives by, uh, by a lake with uh, incredibly loud geese. <laughs> Not a joke. Sean's bothered by the age of the people in uh, that, that party. That, that He's are an right. ageist. Uh, and, well, you'd think we could bring down the age a little bit. When I heard Biden talking yesterday about how I was a senior in law school when uh, MLK was killed, and I thought, wow, wow. You were yeah. a full-on grown-up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's seasoned. A lot of experience there. Yeah, I'd say so. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.